What's up, everybody? Welcome to Disney Movie News. This week, we're talking about all of the live action and animation news from D23. Let's go. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Disney Movie News. Just the two of us this week. <laughs> uh, back-to-back conventions uh, have uh, Keaton and Leo already on their way to San Diego Comic-Con. So um, I'm your host tonight, Sarah G. Sterling on Instagram, Sarah Sterling underscore on Twitter. And of course, follow Popcorn Talk on YouTube at youtube.com slash popcorn talk network and on Twitter at the popcorn talk. And of course... Hey My guys. girl, the Little Mermaid. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Excited to be here. Um, I'm Renee Ariel, and you guys can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. Yeah, it's so us. easy. God, it's already done. <laughs> I enjoy, usually, I have like ten minutes to just like look at the chat while everyone's doing their intros, but it's just the two, two of us. <laughs> we can make it. Okay, um, guys, are you ready? Because Renee's not. <laughs> I'm not prepared. We were like going through the rundown of like news that was released at D23, and she was like, "Oh my god, you got to see this! Oh my god, you got to see that!" And I was like, "Save her for the show, Renee." Um, yes, as we all know, D23 happened. Also, Renee's birthday happened. Happy Whoa. birthday, Renee! Everyone Thank in the you. comments, you know, say happy birthday. Do give it. A, give this a thumbs up as a birthday present, <laughs> <to> Renee. <laughs> I, I would really like as a birthday present for there to be a hundred thumbs ups. Today. That'd be great. There's 28 currently. <laughs> it's going to happen. You know, we're like oh, a quarter of the way there. Um, so D23 was this weekend, and um, they announced a lot of things, and they showed a lot of things, which we we can't show you everything that they showed me because... It Why was, not? Because it wasn't posted publicly. It's like... Why, that, Sarah? Because it's just for special D23 attendees. Like, you know, that's the incentive to go to D23 is you get to see things before everybody else. Oh. Uh, sorry, I'm burping my soda. <laughs> It'll all come out eventually, but lucky for you, I attended every big panel at D23. So we are going to... I'm going to just, like, give you a mental image with yes. my words. That's all I wanted. and for those of you wondering i did also attend the parks panel but there's there's just like would be too much news if we tried to cover like all of the movie news and the parks news so like assuming that like we don't have a lot of new news next week we will talk about the park stuff next week i care more about the movie stuff as we know it's great Perfect. Perfect for just the two of us. Just the two. Everyone's going like happy birthday, happy birthday. We're up to fifty-two, you guys. Yeah. Only forty-eight more to go. Yeah. Um, only forty-eight more to go. So the first thing Renee said to me when we walked in was like, "Great, we have to talk about Infinity War." <laughs> Not excited. So about many it. words. Well, it's just, just like endless. all these characters you don't even know about. You know, Avengers having so all the wars that it just never is that what it is like it just never ends like it's Infinity this War. Infin- no, it's, it's the like Infinity, a hostile environment. The Infinity War refers to the Infinity Stones. Duh. You know, you know who Vision is. No, he's do I the, know who Vision is? He's the purple one. You never seen him. <laughs> All right. Well, he is a, he is an Infinity Stone in his head. In in his head. Yeah. Should he get it taken out? I hope not. I think he. You know, who knows. Um... Uh, did you see Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. Okay, so you know the purple guy Thanos, the big guy in the chair? Yes. So he He's purple? 
Yeah, his face is purple. He's Gamora. Like, he's Gamora's dad. Dark. He's purple. Um, he's col- he's collecting the stones into an infinity gauntlet. I think I'm correct. I have no idea. Um, and then we also see another stone in in Loki's staff. Nope. Okay. So it's the infinity stones have different powers, and like they're gonna have a war over it. Basically, got it. So powers, stones, war. Some people on Twitter and Instagram earlier were telling me that they don't want to hear Infinity War spoilers. So, I mean, I don't really consider anything that I saw a spoiler because, like, all the footage they showed us, there wasn't anything surprising. Like, what we know about Infinity War so far is that it's going to have, like, almost every single character we've seen in any Marvel movie so far in this movie. Yes. That's a lot I know. And that they're fighting Thanos. Thanos is the villain. Like, we already knew that. So it's all of them fighting one. Yeah. I mean, I think so. I don't know. I mean, like, you know. Sounds like that'd be like a quick war. <laughs> right. It's like every superhero <laughs> against this one guy. Um, so, I mean, I don't think any of this is a spoiler, but if you're avoiding any news about Infinity War, I guess, like, tune out for 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> they showed, okay, first of all, every single, like, almost every single Marvel actor came out on stage during this part of the panel. Like, everyone except for Chris Evans and Chris Pratt. Tom Holland? Yes. Stop. Zendaya? No. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> like, the main, main guys. Tom Holland, he's pretty good. Yeah, Tom Holland, Chris Hemsworth, um, Robert Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo, um, you know. It's just, like, everybody. Like, Elizabeth Olsen. Like, there was, like, 30 people on stage. Oh, my god! It was wild. Um, and then they showed a clip uh, that was all footage from Infinity War, which they're not even done filming. They said they were at the halfway point of filming. Um, so, you know. Oh, man. I'm going to just tell you a few of the things that were in the trailer. Tell me. It'll probably mean nothing to you. Um, the footage, I'm, like, kind of reading this from Slash Film, but it's, like, jogging my memory. So there was first a clip of the Guardians of the Galaxy in their ship. They're flying. Thor hits their windshield. Oh, they're in it? Yes, I'm telling you, every single character. I thought just the bad guy from... No, like, every Marvel hero is in this. Like, Spider-Man, Avengers, Guardians. This feels a lot like Game of Thrones now. Right. There's so many characters. So, Thor hits the windshield, and they bring him onto the ship, and he's like, who are you guys? And um, then you see Loki holding the cube from the first Avengers... Peter Parker, Spider-Man, on a school bus, and his spidey senses start tinkling, and the hair stands up on his arms. That was cool. Um, his hair? Yeah, his spider sense. You know, like you know when you get chills and the hair stands up on your arm. Yeah. So that's what happens when his spider senses are tingling. So something's afoot. (laughs) Something's afoot. Um, And then we see Thanos. Then you see the new Spider-Man suit, and he's like on this huge circular object in the sky. The moon? No, (laughs) no, like a ship, not a planet. Um, Captain America (laughs) appears with a beard. Um, Thanos is holding and squeezing Thor's head. Uh, Thanos punches Iron Man. Uh, A shot of Thanos holding a gauntlet. It's the Infinity Gauntlet. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch, sorry, Doctor Strange, also in this, um, creating little pads for Star-Lord to jump on. That's what happens. Um, what else, what else, what else? Um, there, you see a lot of Mantis for, from Guardians of the Galaxy, Gamora looking concerned, um, 
And that was like the gist of it. You hear like Thanos doing like audio overlay of the footage being like, you know, usually I don't find joy in like organizing the planet or something, but this puts a smile on my face. And you're like, what is he talking about? And then everyone's like, something is going wrong, blah, blah, blah. And then um, Thanos reaches into the sky, pulls a planet towards whatever planet they're standing on. And it, like, starts spreading into little comets and, like, raining down on them. And then it's, like, Infinity War. And that's it. That, if any movie sounds like Infinity War, it's that. Sounds like what? Infinity War? Oh, if any movie sounds like (laughs) Infinity War. It's Infinity War. Um, Wow. So, it was exciting to see these characters from different movies that we haven't seen interact. Yeah. Interacting. Doctor Strange and Star-Lord. That was probably, like, the biggest, like, what thing for me. Um. Yeah, I think I need to watch. You have all so these much movies. catching up to do. I know. I'm like, I finally watched Spider Man. I'm like, yep, I know that one. Yeah, but now there's like, whew, that's a lot of but, other ones. Like, yeah, I mean, you see Robert Downey Jr. in Spider Man. Yeah, and you're like, I know nothing about you. I'm like Iron Man. I I know you. I know you. Not any storylines you've had, but I know who you are. Right. Um. So that's what we saw from Infinity War. Like I said, very exciting because they just hit the halfway point in production. So to see something that was so, like, fully completed seeming was very cool. Yeah, dang. Um, yeah. Aldi in the chat saying it was so good. I wish they would release it. Um, I do, too. So I could just really see a visual with it. Though Sarah did a great job describing. Right. I Alice, feel like I was there. Allison is also, I forgot, there's a shot of Black Widow, who's Scarlett Johansson, oh! as a blonde was she a brunette She's before? a redhead in the whole series. Uh, <laughs> I know all about Black Widow. Yeah. So that was what we saw of Infinity War. There's, like, so much news to get through that we're going to just move on. Um, the other, obviously, like, big thing that people were excited for at um, the live-action panel was The Last Jedi. They did not, like, say anything about the Han Solo film. They were just like, we're working on it. Here's the cast. And then they moved on to The Last Jedi. And they showed this sizzle reel that they did release after the panel, which is very exciting. So we're going to watch it um, right now. And, you know, here it is. (laughs) Yeah. This is a behind the the scenes kind of, like, reel. This is, like, the set. Yeah. Wow. Lots of, like, just lots of... eight. Mm -hmm. Yes. The first film didn't even have a number. (laughs) So cool. Dang. Ryan has written a story that's unexpected but right. Oh. Oh, it's just us. Oh my god. (laughs) Okay. Um, we'll go on to the next story and then we can go back. Well, actually, the next one is a link, too. So I'll move on to number four, which is the Pixar news, if that's okay. All right. There's Uh, a visual for... No, the next one is the Wrinkle in Time trailer. So if he needs to fix the TriCaster, I'm moving on to something that we don't have any images for. So... Oh, okay, never mind. Let's watch the Jedi. Just kidding. (laughs) Here we go. Let's try it again. Episode 8. Gosh. 
The first film didn't even have a number. You're cut up on these, right? On the videos? Yeah. No, on the Star Wars movies. Oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, you I watch am. all of them. I did. Great. Yeah, I'm actually really excited for this one. Yeah. Ryan has but written a story that's unexpected but It's so right. crazy how much work they put into these movies yeah. and then like Some of the seeing stuff the behind happens, the scenes. People are going to be like, oh my God. This is my favorite thing is Daisy Ridley talking about it. The fact that she says it's I like know, I think shocking I know it all. and they unexpected but feels like story wise. I never could have imagined. And even though everybody knows that it's the second in a trilogy, it feels like its own thing. Yes. Good. Great. Lots of Carrie Fisher shots. Everyone was crying. Yeah. Star Wars is so cool because she there's all these there. creatures. Look at all these like practical all these effects. Visual effects. I like love that so many of the creatures but in it all the are, characters are also so complex. Practical and not CGI. Ryan Some are CGI. But... Oh, there's my favorite character, Chewie. Chewie. Chewie's your favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah, keep doing that. Dang. It feels like so the storylines cool. are becoming more established. We're really getting to know these new characters. I'm really happy that they they released also this because the honestly, the actual trailer for it didn't get me going for really? it. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I mean, I hope there's like another more like involved trailer coming soon. Yeah, but they did such a good a good trailer for the last movie that it surprises me. It surprised me that this one wasn't as yeah. great. It was just kind of like underwhelming, you know. This is amazing. Oh. <laughs> God, I don't know when I became so invested in Star Wars, but like, I'm like, I'm gonna cry right now, but whatever, it's fine. <laughs> I'm just like, I love Star Wars, when did that happen? <laughs> Leo would be so proud. I'm hoping oh yeah. Real and honest. It's just this music is so intense. Yeah, I think it's a lot of it has to do with the music. story of good against evil. I like love Kylo Ren, I'm not even gonna lie. The actor or... I mean, I do just love Adam Driver, so <laughs> that's part of it. <laughs> yeah, I love girls. Me too. It's about family, oh. and that's what's so powerful about it. Okay. I love that that was the last I know. line from this. Wow. So um, with this also, like, almost the entire cast came out. I was a little sad Oscar Isaac wasn't there because I knew Leo would have been so pumped to see him. But, like, John Boyega and Daisy Ridley and Mark Hamill... Gwendolyn Christie. Oh, I wish Adam Driver were there, too. That would have been... What? Wait a second. Hmm. Carrie Fisher's... Um, oh, gosh. Her daughter? Yeah. Yeah, Billy Lord. Billy Lord was in um, Force Awakens for, like, a split second. Okay, she didn't more this one because she was just... I in know the... she was in that promo. I don't know if they just threw that in as, like, a, you know... She's um, there. <laughs> but she, she was in it. She was, like, at a computer, kind of, like, at the base... In Force Awakens, I'm sure if you like Google like Billy Lord in Force Awakens, you'll see. Pop up. Um, Benicio del Toro was also there, and Laura Dern and um, Rosie. I forget her name. She was just in the thing. Rosie Tran, I think it is. Um, they're all new characters in this, um, and yeah, it was it was exciting to see all this. Um, I don't know what to say. It was the you saw what it is. I don't have to describe any of it to you. I, yeah. lo I love all the practical effects. Um, it seems like it's going to be real emotional, especially because of it being like Carrie Fisher's last Star Wars movie. Um, and like, I'm very interested to see like How they... what happens yeah, yeah, to her. Yeah, Kelly Tran. Rosie. Rosie's her character, right? Kelly Marie Tran is her name. Okay. I, I believe her name is, yeah, Rose. 
Um, anyway, let me know if you're stoked for Last Jedi. I really am. I am. So proud of you. I know, right? Who knew? Look at you. Who knew? <laughs> um, and yeah, the other trailer that we have that we knew we were going to get ahead of time is the Wrinkle in Time trailer. Um, so let's watch it and then we'll discuss who was at the panel. I love this trailer. I love this trailer too. I can't it's get enough so of it. Cool. I truly love the Sweet Dreams remix in it. What it if we are a part of this? Right? And I'm like, I love a good divine. soundtrack, and yeah. that remix of the song is perfect. Imagine 91 billion light years so traveled. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Like that. <sighs> it's so intense. <laughs> I know. Your father has accomplished something extraordinary, also dangerous. He's trapped by a darkness that's actively so spreading throughout the universe. And the only <laughs> Allison one who says can the wig fest so that is wrinkling time. <laughs> is you. Wait, I'll show you my Wait. favorite part of this trailer. Is when Mindy Kaling goes like this with her glasses. No. <laughs> I love that part. I love that, though. That field, though. Wait for it. The suburban part. Oh, when they're bouncing the basketballs. <laughs> this. Yeah. Creep town. Like, what? Darling, Date. Oh, my gosh. I love her. They're all speaking in unison. All those songs. <laughs> All these names, though, I can't handle it. Oprah, what? Faster than light. Uh, it's the darkness. It's the darkness. I love, I love this. I love the title card. Me I too. I love it. I love everything about this. I, uh, of everything at D23, this was like the biggest surprise for me because I cared like a two out of ten about Wrinkle in Time before D23, and now I care about it like more than Dumbo, like, more than Aladdin. Like, I'm so pumped to see this. I can't, I couldn't have predicted how excited I am. Did you read A Wrinkle in Time as a kid? I did. Do you remember any of it? Nope. Me neither. I just remember (laughs) reading it and kind of the idea of it, but that is it. I remember reading it in the seventh grade and being, like, slow to start and then being shocked about the ending but I do not remember what the ending was I'm really excited to reread it like maybe even this weekend I want to reread it I'm so excited and this cast is out of control insane like they who who did we know before I don't even remember we knew Chris Pine was in it okay aside from that is that all we knew I feel like that's it. Like, I don't remember Reese Witherspoon. Definitely Oprah? not Mindy Kaling. No, Mindy Kaling. I think that was my biggest shock. What? I, I remember the last time I've seen Mindy Kaling in a movie. I know. I'm, oh my God. I know. So they were all there. Oprah, Mindy, Reese. Oprah? Chris Pine. Yeah, Oprah was already there because she got a Disney Legend Award like um, the day before. So she's like already at D23. Um. Oh my God. This cast, and, like, some parts of it were coming back to me, like, the part about her dad getting trapped and, like, being, like, a physicist and stuff like that. Um, I love this, like, interracial family casting because I definitely, like, there's no, like, textual reference to the main character Meg's race, and I think Mm -hmm. it's so cool that she's black. Um, Yes, everyone in the the comments is talking about how Mindy Kaling is pregnant. Um, What? She is. She's pregnant. With whose baby? I don't know. 
I don't think she said. <laughs> um, Who's the father? I yeah. Know. So, oh God, um, I just a lot of people are skeptical because they're like, it kind of feels like Tomorrowland, where like it had a lot of promise and then was kind of disappointing when we ended up seeing it. But I have, <laughs> yeah. I have like a lot. You're like sure. <laughs> um, I have a lot of faith in this director, and I also just like. I don't know. I just think, I just feel like it's going to be really good. Yeah, I also trust the cast, and I think right. a lot of them are famous enough to say no if they don't believe in something, and I think yeah. they all must have loved the script, so I'm right. excited. And the visuals are already amazing, so. Yeah. I oh God, it just seems Dang. so, like, creepy and weird. Yeah. I, that I can't wait for the soundtrack, too, because if that's even just the song for the preview, dang, that movie's going to have a bomb soundtrack. Yeah. So, that was the standout for me. I'm, like, so excited. Yeah. My hype is unparalleled. <laughs> um, Leo's going to be at Comic Con this weekend, so I truly feel like I might read Franklin Time this weekend. Do it, <laughs> I like, do it. I know I could read it in like a day, so like, why not? Um, and I love Mindy so much. Me too. She's like one of my all-time favorite celebrities. Like, I don't know if you know this, but like at Disneyland, when you're a guest relations cast member, it's the rules have changed a little bit. But like before, when you became a tour guide at Disneyland, you used to be able to like write down like your three celebrities that if they ever came to Disneyland, you would get first dibs on on being their VIP. Um, tour guide and so like I Stop. always had Mindy on my list because <laughs> I love like in my mind I'm not like a tour guide obviously but I was like if I were a tour guide it'd be like Mindy and Amy Poehler and uh, and Nicki Minaj <laughs> Nicki Minaj no um, I love Mindy I love her as an author I love her as an right. actress and a comedian I yeah. just think she's amazing and just so talented yeah Josh is remembering Mindy was discussed in Inside Out she was the voice of um Oh, yeah. Discussed. She was so good in that. Mindy Kaling, Disney legend. Kills it. Give her the award. Anyway. And now she's in this. <laughs> so, Pixar news. <gasps> At the animation panel, there was a lot of Pixar news that we'll talk about in the next 20 minutes. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I'm like, there's so much more news and we're oh only uh, at 9.40. Um, p- the biggest thing, I think, like, they showed lots of things, but what was really exciting is they announced a new movie that they're working on that has no title yet, that they said it is a new original film, not a sequel, about a suburban fantasy world. Oh my gosh. So what does that mean? I have no (laughs) idea. I'm into suburban fantasy. I just think of like a suburban neighborhood and then like weird things happening, kind of like what we just saw in A Wrinkle in Time. That is like kind of exactly what it is. So the setting is a world in which magic exists, but it was so hard to learn and so hard to practice that like people kind of stopped practicing it and started inventing things that were just like easier, like dishwashers and Ah. washing machines. And so it is like suburbia, but there are unicorns and gnomes and fairies that live there. Because it's like a like a mix of like a fantasy world and and just like regular suburbia. But Pixar. It's Pixar. Cool. The story is inspired by the director's own childhood. He told a very touching story about how his father died when he was one and he knows nothing about his father. And um, so the main characters of this movie are two brothers who, like the director, their father passed away, like, either bef- like before they were... No, definitely not before they were born because there's two of them. Um, but they don't remember him. And so their journey is to have one last magical day with their dad. Right. Get ready for the sad Pixar movie. <laughs> oh. So, I'm in a ball. Right. I'm um, always crying Pixar movies. I think the premise sounds... 
Real good. Yeah. I like it. It just, it sounds very unique, mm -hmm. which I'm into, and I'm excited. I, I can't wait for a preview. I think when the preview is going to really get me pumped, but even the the idea of it, I'm really into. Yeah. Um, everyone in the chat is reminding me, unicorns in this world are like pests. They like run rampant like raccoons and like dig through your trash. What? They're like raccoons of the magical world. Oh, I like yeah, that. It's very funny. I feel like they definitely have like fun twists on every all oh, the magical creatures. I'm into that. Yeah. So that was like some of the biggest Pixar news. The other, I think, biggest standout news from the animation panel <gasps> was that they showed us a clip from the Lion King. I'm so jealous. She told that to me <laughs> when I came in, and I was legitimately very bummed I wasn't there. What? Okay, so it kind of like came out of nowhere because they were talking about The Lion King and Jon Favreau came out and he was like, I love The Lion King, I want to do it justice. And then they just like started playing this clip and it took me like 30 seconds to realize what was happening. Stop. Because it was Circle of Life. <gasps> like. The whole thing? Animated. Not the whole thing. It was like an abridged version. Then like, what happened? Like the anime version, then what? Yeah, no, and I mean just, like that was oh, it. Like it, the, it. It was just like. CGI, like, fully animated circle of life. And so, like, it starts with, like, the sun, and then, like, this sequence, and this is something that people are, like, discussing online a lot, because it was shot for shot, like the animated, no. but with CGI. Was it, did it look real? Yes, that's why it took me so long to realize what was happening. Stop it. I thought it would, like, at first I was like, no. this is some, like, sizzle reel of, like, B-roll of animals that they're showing us, and then no. I was like, oh my god, that's animated. Stop it. <laughs> It was like so shocking, and so it's like the ants on the on the branch, and then like zebra, and then like elephants like bowing, and then like you see Rafiki, and he breaks the like thing with the red stuff inside, and he like Simba, little baby Simba, and and it looked real. Yeah, I mean like the characters that are characters like Rafiki and Simba had like less realistic faces because they are expressive in ways that animals are not. You know what I mean? That almost confuses me more because I'm just thinking of, like, Beauty and the Beast when they turned our characters into, like, actual just teapots and right. candlesticks with, like, barely any anim animation on their face. Did you see Jungle Book? Yes. So, like, like Baloo, you know? And Bagheera. Like, they look like animals, but, like... Oh, a little more. Okay. Okay. It's, cool, like, cool, a cool. little bit more expressive. Dang. Ugh. Dang. I'm Leo, so jealous. Leo and I were freaking out. Like, we... Like, we were, like, like, so, a few times during both of these panels, I was, like, screaming as if I was on a roller coaster. But, like, this was one of those times. Because we're, like, sitting there. Yeah. And, like, we started, like, grabbing each other's arms, and then we were just, like, screaming. And, like, crying. Because <laughs> it was just, oh. like, so shocking, and it looked so good. Yeah, I, so. I had no idea you guys would see that. Oh, we my God. We didn't either. That's amazing. So, that happened. Anyway. Moving on, because <laughs> we still have so much news. Um, something I don't care about, like, pretty much at all, even after seeing clips from it, is Nutcracker and the Four Realms, which I didn't know anything about until D23. I it's like a Nutcracker movie, like, live action, that's coming out. And why? it looks beautiful. I'm sure it's going to be good. It's like a twist on the Nutcracker. Because there's, like, four realms. And I was like, always hoping they'd make a twist on the Nutcracker movie. You so. always hoped, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Helen Mirren is, like, a dark witch or something. She's, like, the gingerbread witch. Um, the The coolest thing about it, I think, is they had this dancer that I have never heard of before, but apparently he's very famous. His name is Little Buck. Little Buck? Little Buck. I don't know. Okay, I'm like, do you know him? <laughs> um, he is playing the Rat King. 
Ooh. Right. And so, like, there are ballet performers in it, but he's, like, a hip-hop dancer. And so he, like, performed live on stage. And I was like, this is really cool because this is not, like, ballet. This is him, like, performing to, like, classical Nutcracker music, like, popping and locking. Dang. Yeah. So that was really cool. That's, like, the most cool thing about it for me. Okay. Okay. I could, I could be into that. Yep. So that's, that's all I got to say about Nutcracker in the Four Realms, especially because we got so much more to talk about that I know you and me are all more excited for. Yeah. Um, so the newest Disney movie that's coming out, let me take a look at this. Coco. It's Coco. It's coming out in November. And so they showed us a lot of clips from that. Um, Did you get more pumped? Or were you like, eh? I'm the same amount of pumped that I was before we saw this. It was basically like extended parts of the movie from the trailer. Like, oh. what we see that happens is that Miguel, his family, has banned anyone in the family from playing music. He really wants to perform in the square on Dia de los Muertos, and, but, like, he doesn't have a guitar, so he's trying to find a guitar. And what he does is he breaks into, like, his great-great-grandfather's, like, tomb area because his great-grandfather's guitar is on display, and he was a very famous singer in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And so he takes the guitar... And when he does, he, like, becomes, like, part of the realm of the dead. And no humans can see him. And, like, all of a sudden he sees all of these skeletons walking around because it's the day of the dead and they're visiting the, the, the land of the living. And so, like, he has to go to the land of the dead. And what we find out there is that he has a limited amount of time till the end of the day of the dead to get his family's blessing to go home and it's very easy. His family does it immediately. But what his one ancestor says is, like, I give you my blessing to go home, blah, blah, blah. I, but, like, you must never play music again. And so, like, he immediately gets transported back. But then he takes the guitar again and goes back immediately. And they're like, what the heck? Like, we just sent you home. Yeah. And, and like- so the struggle is going to be him um, he's, he, he decides he has to go find his great-great-grandfather who owned the guitar to get his blessing. But, like, you know it's going to be kind of like his ancestors coming to terms with whatever reason they have for banning him from playing music. Yeah. And, like, him understanding, like, why they're trying to prevent him from doing so. It's, mm-hmm. like, all a mystery still. Um, Benjamin Bratt is the voice of his great-great-grandfather, the musician, and he came out and played a song, and, like, there were mariachi dancers, singers, like confetti going from the ceiling. It was like crazy. It was like the finale of the whole section. And it was cool. Cool. Well, I'm excited. You're like, okay. (laughs) It's fun. I mean, more excited about the next. Yeah. Oh, what's next? Oh, wait. Oh, Aladdin. Oh, maybe. Oh, yes. Aladdin. You're very excited about Aladdin. I'm very excited about Aladdin. As am I. Guys, it's so funny because like last time we talked, we were like, Disney's having trouble casting Aladdin (laughs) when really they had already definitely cast this guy and those were just like weird rumors floating around. So, yes. It's cast. Yes. I'm into it. Um, Mena Masood and Naomi Scott Scott for Jasmine and confirmed Will Smith as the genie. I'm into it. I like this cast. Um, I hear Mena Masood has... Done a few different uh, roles. He's such an unknown, though. Yeah, which is perfect. That's what they wanted. And I think he definitely has a good Aladdin look. He has the big yeah. brown eyes. Yeah, like, big I'm excited eyes. to see him perform. And I think um, Naomi does look a lot like Jasmine. Just yeah. her facial features. And uh, can you even imagine the hair extensions they're going to do on her? I know, right? That big braid. Was it a braid? Was it just, just several? Poofs, poofs. Yeah, I'm big so poofs. excited. Do you think it's going to be as dramatic as it was in the cartoon? 
I don't know. I think it'll be a more realistic version of the same style. Same style, but more, do you think like, it will still be like a little know. too much, Maybe. or like a li- like me just? Maybe. In the uh, in like the stage play at Disneyland, her hair was down, but oh. like she had the rolls, like the side rolls that were big. I don't know. Interesting. Um. So, yeah, I'm excited about this, guys. Like the the actor playing Aladdin has like no followers on Twitter. I'll follow him. <laughs> I know I like followed him and I like tweeted at him, but like he's I think he's like bad at Twitter. He's like not looking. But so I think everyone probably should, why he doesn't have a big following. I think everyone on, should go on Twitter and like tweet at him and be like, "Hey, like heard about you from at Renee Ariel and at Sarah Sterling underscore." Yes, please, everyone, right now, <laughs> all 145 of you. By the way, give us a thumbs up, please. I want to get in his good graces before <laughs> right? he's super famous. Tweet at him <laughs> saying you heard from us. From Disney Movie News yeah. about you, and they Tell love him, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tell them Disney Movie News loves him. Um, I'm excited. Like, I know we talked a little bit before the show started. Some people are upset that Naomi Scott is not Middle Eastern. Um, this personally doesn't bother either of us, but yeah. I do understand why people are upset. <clears throat> I think their concerns are valid, especially when Disney came out and said, we are only considering Middle Eastern actors for these roles. Coming from right, I know someone of Middle Eastern descent and family being from Tehran, um, I will say I and all the Persians I have spoken to about this are not offended because, number one, this takes place in a fictional country that people have <clears throat> assumed, well, I mean, I understand why they've assumed, <clears throat> is Middle Eastern, but also we don't know. I mean, let's be honest, Jasmine could have very well been half Indian, half white, living in Agrabah. Like, we don't know. But also, like, I I think what what it comes down to, I would love it to be someone that looks like Jasmine, someone that, yes, preferably from the Middle East, but if not, like, who cares? She looks like Jasmine, and she's probably a darn good actress. And what it comes down to for me is, like, the performance. The performance and and what she looks like. If If she matches Jasmine... Let her be Jasmine. Yeah. I'm not going to knock anyone's critiques because I've seen a lot of people be like, you know, this is acting as if, like, all brown people are interchangeable. And I get that. It's like, you know, you know, but, you know, it is what it is. Like, it's happening. So, there it is. No, I don't care. On my half, I don't really care, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But, that, I mean, yeah. I, I get the argument, but I, I don't know. I feel like... That's one thing for me, like, I'm just not offended by. If it was a story, if it was based on a true story that took place in the Middle East, I'd be like, yep, get, get sure. someone Middle Eastern to do it. But guys, it's, a, it's an animated Disney movie that's turning into live action in a, an imaginary country. It can be whoever, honestly. Right. For me, as a white person, it's not my place to, like, inject my opinion at all. So I'm just <laughs> leaving it to the Middle Eastern people to discuss among themselves. Um, so... That happened, and let's keep rolling through for the next five <laughs> minutes. We got like three more things oh to talk about. Oh my gosh! Um, so, Incredibles two. This is arguably like the most hyped Pixar sequel of all time because it's like the movie um, that had like the most perfect setup for a sequel. Everyone wanted Incredibles two. It's happening, and they showed um, they showed us a clip from Incredibles two. They talked to us a little bit about how Helen, Mrs. Incredible, is going to be kind of at the forefront of this movie, and Bob is kind of, like, going to have to deal with being left at home a little bit. Um, a big plot point that they mentioned is that, um, I don't know if you remember The Incredibles that well, um, there's a baby. Yeah, I remember And, the like, baby. he starts displaying powers in the first movie. I do remember that. What we don't 
maybe didn't remember is that the parents weren't there. He was with the babysitter. The parents oh, don't yeah. yet know that their baby has powers. I forgot that. Right. So they're going to find out in this movie that Jack-Jack has powers. The clip that they showed us was of Bob babysitting Jack-Jack. Bob falls asleep watching TV. Jack-Jack gets into a fight with a raccoon. And while he's fighting with this raccoon, he's displaying, like, all of these powers. He has, like, laser vision. He can multiply into multiple Jack-Jacks. Um, Bob wakes up and sees him doing this and is like, oh, my God, you have powers. And he's like, oh, my God, you have powers. Like, he's, like, simultaneously excited and terrified. Yeah. The clip was really great. Yes, Incredibles 2 is going to be in theaters. Um, John Lasseter also said that this sequel takes starts minutes after the first one ends. I was just going to ask if there was a time gap. Yeah. Very interesting way to go about it. I'm excited. Yeah. Sounds cool. I'm hyped. It looks great. The anim- And like they said, you know, Incredibles was made so long ago that making it now, like the technology is so much better. It's like driving a better car is how he described it. Did the animation look yeah. much better? Yeah. It looks great. I mean, it's like at this point we're used to like great CGI, but like compared to the first it, one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I- and they're not, they haven't released anything like. That, um, what will we else? ever see? Well, we will eventually. Do you know when we'll see it? Like uh, us people that weren't cool enough to go to D twenty three. No, I don't know. Hopefully soon. I mean, that movie comes out not like soon, but like soonish. So we'll see. Um, see, this is like the talk of D twenty three. Honestly, is the clip that they showed from Wreck It Ralph two. Did you hear anything about this? No. God, you're going to be shocked. Okay, so oh Record Ralph 2 is called Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yes, so, I know this. First one, video games. Second one, internet. This is the most meta thing I've ever seen in my life. First of all, they announced that Taraji P. Henson is going to voice a character in this movie. She voices a, like, hip, trendy woman who lives in the internet, and her name is Yes, with three S's. Basically, yas, but, like, not yas, it's yes. But, like, you get it. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> yes, uh, in this clip, yes is, like, taking them on a tour of the internet, and Ralph explains that he would like to go viral. <laughs> and, and, but she's explaining, like, how things go viral. She's, like, there's, like, a connectivity that people search for on the internet, and it's, like, when, like, all these different interests combine into, like, something crazy that everyone can relate to. And she's, like, so take, for example, like, this thing, this thing, Disney and this thing. And he's, like, we don't have time to visit all those websites. And she's, like, you don't have to. There's one website that has it all, ohmydisney.com. And they go to ohmydisney.com. <laughs> it's, like, what is happening? It's, like... Everything about this clip is so meta, but I, like, don't have a problem with it. Like, it's so unbelievable that Disney's going in this direction, but, like, I love it. It's, like, literally a clip about Disney fans. Like, they go to ohmydisney.com, and they're, like, um, like, take a, which Marvel character are you quiz? And, like, oh, like, what are those things? They look like little sausages with faces. Oh, those are Tsum Tsums. Um, and then there's, like, a kid being, like, Tsum Tsums! And, like, love Tsum Tsums. And, um... (laughs) And then the, all the princesses walk by, and there's fans <gasps> screaming. And Vanellope is like, who are those girls? And Yes is like, those are the princesses. And she's like, let's go mess with them. And Yes is like, you don't mess with the princesses. Like, you can't even go near them. And she's like, why would you say that? Like, that's only going to make me want to mess with them more. And then Yes disappears, and Vanellope's like, I'm going to go mess with these princesses. And so she, like, glitches herself into their dressing room. And then suddenly we're in a, a scene where every single princess that's ever existed is sitting there, CGI, all CGI, like all in the style of Wreck-It Ralph, 
And it's like all the princesses hanging out together in one scene, voiced by all of the original voices of the princesses that are currently alive. Yeah, it's wild. Um, yes, Miranda is reminding me they have storm, stormtrooper guards. What? Um, what? And so Vanellope shows up and they're like, who are you? And she's like, I'm a princess too. I'm Princess Vanellope Von Schweetz. And they're, like, trying to prove that she's a princess. They're like, did you, like, sell your voice to a sea witch? She's like, no, who would do that? They're like, do you have daddy issues? And she's like, no. And then... Shut and then, up! And then they're like, oh, do you, did you um, have, like, a male friend that gets credit for everything that you do? And she's like, yes. <laughs> like, like, Ralph. And they're like, you are a princess. <laughs> they're, like, ragging on each other. Like, it's, it's so funny. And so they're all hanging out with Vanellope, and she gets them all to wear, like, comfy clothes, so they're all, like, lounging in, like, pajama wear, hanging out. Um, there's so much. I, like, can't, like, we're, we're, like, out of time, so I, like, can't even tell you everything about it, but it's, like, Snow White talks about how she doesn't see well, and um, Jasmine talks about how she's actually allergic to cats, and everyone's like, well, you have Raja, and she's like, I know, sneezes. And then, um, so Vanellope's like, you guys are great. I love hanging out with you guys. Um, and then C-3PO comes in and is their, like, butler because he's good with princesses. And he's like, I hate doing this. I miss Captain Solo. And, um, like, Belle sassily, like, calls him by the wrong name and calls him R2-D2. And Aurora is like, don't do that. That's so rude. Like, you know he's na- his name is BB-8. And he's like, God, I hate this. And, like, walks away. <laughs> it's, like, it's just, like, so crazy. <laughs> I like. Love I don't it. even have words. Right. I feel like I should skip my birthday. Are you kidding me? That sounds. I want to see that. Yeah. Can they please release that? They're not going to release that. That's like way longer than a trailer. Yeah, it was like also shook. a really long clip. It was like a really long clip. Dang, but that they also incredible. They showed it at a, a separate princess panel too. So I don't know. Like maybe because they showed it in two places, they might release it soon. Um, but man, oh man, it was that the sounds- talk of the town. Oh my gosh, I can't believe they went in that direction, but I'm like, wow, that's amazing. I'm so into that. It's so weird. I know a lot of people are going to hate it. I'm going to love it. But I love it. (laughs) I'm so excited to see this trailer. Well, clip. Yeah. So hopefully that gets shown soon. For some reason, I feel like it's one of the most, like, shocking things in the movie, so, like, it's going to be used for promo a lot, hopefully. Um, Oh, yeah, right. So Merida's also in it. And she's Pixar. She's a Pixar princess, yeah. but she is an official Disney princess. And she starts talking at one point in, like, her heavy Scottish accent. And, like, Vanellope's like, what did she say? <laughs> and then one of the princesses is like, she's from the other studio. <laughs> like, it's so meta. It's crazy. Anyway. That was wow. the Wreck-It Ralph news. <laughs> I, I, who knew? I'm, a, I'm actually most pumped about that now. Right. That's incredible. And last but lo- not least, hopefully they, we have enough time to talk about it, is um, clips from Mary Poppins Returns. Were they good? Yeah. I got really emotional. I mean, they talked a lot about how, like, they have such reverence for the original Mary Poppins, and Emily Blunt was there, and she was like, not, I love her. I'm not trying to out Julie, Julie Andrews. Um, like, you know, I tried very hard to stay true to, like, how sassy and, like, powerful and, like, sweet, but also rude, like, Mary Poppins is, but, like, putting my own self into the character as well. And they showed, um, like, this montage of clips that was really great. Mm -hmm. Like, it made me so excited. There's, like, big musical numbers. There's, like, a lamplighter musical number. They definitely go into a semi-animated world, like the original where there's, like, animated birds and other things. Um, 
Mary Poppins, like, disappearing into a bathtub full of bubbles, like, fully clothed. Like, she just falls in and, like, disappears. Um, the Banks children talking to each other being like, what happened to us as kids? Like, that wasn't real, right? And they're like, definitely not real. And behind them, like, Mary Poppins is, like, floating up the staircase as they're having this discussion. Oh, um, my gosh. Just, like, so many cool, cute things like that. The beginning of the clip, oh, my God, like, everyone was, like, freaking out because it's, like, a, a, a little boy and Lin-Manuel Miranda as Jack the Lamplighter flying a kite. It's the same kite from the original movie, the green one. And they're flying it. And, like, they, they lose sight of the kite, and then, like, the, the clouds part, and Mary Poppins is just, like, holding on to the end of the kite, like, floating down. It was, like, everyone was, like, <laughs> It was great. Um, I think it looks really good. Um, they're, like, writing all new music for it, obviously. Dick Van Dyke makes a cameo. We saw a clip of him dancing on a table. Um, Dick Van Dyke was quoted as saying that, like, when he came to set for this movie, it felt exactly like the set for the original one with, like, the same, like, excitement Aww. and happiness as the original. Um, Angela Lansbury is in it. We saw a quick clip of her. Um, Meryl Streep is in it, which I don't think we knew beforehand. What? Yeah. So. I like that. I love me some Meryl. Yeah. Um, Sweet. I was encouraged by what I saw, and that's all I got to say about it. Cool. Yep. Wow. You guys got some great spoilers. Yeah. A lot of great spoilers. Um, like I said, there's like so much more park news that we're going to get to talk about next week. Next A week. lot of it very controversial. <gasps> so, yeah. That's, uh, I think that's all we got for this week. But, guys, we're only at 87 thumbs up. Got to get to that 100. We got to get 13 more thumbs up for the 100 for Renee's birthday. For my birthday, you guys. I believe in you. There are 139 of you watching. Yep. Give it a thumbs up. A big thumbs up. Yeah, people. we love you guys. No Toy Story 4 news, really. Like, they talked about it only in that. They talked about um, how John Lasseter had stepped away as director for it. Oh. He was originally going to be co-directing it, and now his, like, protege is really just directing it. And, um, Interesting. I think they expected people to be upset about it, but, like, I'm not upset about it. <laughs> I'm, like, fine with it. They well, also announced another Planes movie, but I didn't even put that in the lineup. We got to we 100! Got you guys are awesome! <laughs> yeah, so... Um, we will be back next week to hash out all that other news that couldn't fit into an hour of Disney movie <laughs> news. Um, but thank you guys so much for watching. As always, follow Popcorn Talk on Twitter at the Popcorn Talk and on YouTube at Popcorn Talk Network. I am Sarah Sterling on Twitter. I'm Sarah Sterling underscore, and on Instagram, I'm Sarah G Sterling. And yeah, and I'm Renee Ariel, and you can follow me at Renee Ariel. And thank you so much for the birthday wishes and the birthday presents of 119 likes. You guys are awesome, and I hope you have a wonderful night. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.